Welcome to Find Your Sexy, the podcast that encourages self-love and celebrates female sexuality. I'm your host, Kelsey Valletta, and I want to help you discover your own unique sexy and learn to embrace it every single day. Thank you so much for joining me as we break the stigma together. Welcome back to another episode of the Sexy Soul series. I'm Kendall Merritt, the host of Soul Saturations, the podcast. And I'm Kelsey Valletta, host of the Find Your Sexy podcast. We are so excited to be back with you again this month. And as always, we like to get started by setting the energy of the container. So I invite you now to close your eyes if you are able, get comfortable, and find a comfortable position for you to receive this energy. As you come into the present moment, start by taking a few deep breaths bringing that sense of awareness and presence to the energy moving through you and moving around you. As you start to let your cells settle and you fully arrive here and now in the present moment, start to recognize all of the different sensations, textures, energy, emotions, and experiences that make up you. You are perfect as you are, and your experience is unlike anybody else on this planet. Your purpose was gifted to you because only you can achieve that dream. As you feel the full range of your expressions, your experiences, your emotions, know that each One of these unique textures and flavors is so, so sacred. This is your power, your essence, your energy, and only you can do it just like you. We ask for our support of our guides and only the light to help guide us on our journey, to help bring us the conviction and clarity and confidence to stand true in our purpose and our power. And we do this with so much love and so much gratitude. And so it is. And so it is. Mm. Thank you, Kendall. That was a beautiful way to kind of get in touch with ourselves as we really open this episode up talking all about authenticity, talking all about being brave to just be you. Mm. And I feel like that sounds so simple, but there's so much to authenticity and this idea of being brave to just show up as you, which we all deserve to do. So I would love to first ask you, what Mm. has your relationship been like with your own authenticity and have you always felt brave enough to show up as 100% you? Of course not. I'm a human. (laughs) (laughs) Like, of course not. We are all human. We are all on this journey together. Um, And that has been, you know, it's a lifelong commitment of devotion to really uncover the deeper parts of us. And I love this topic of authenticity and being bravely you, because this has really been a journey 
that I have been on, especially since becoming an entrepreneur and really starting to decide, oh, okay, I'm here on the planet to bring light to others. And only I can do it in this really powerful and unique way. And when I am trying to figure my way out in this journey of entrepreneurship, and I am maybe taking advice from others or, you know, seeing things that people are doing that looks really beautiful or looks like it's working really well. And I try to do it, but it just doesn't quite feel like me. All of those experiences just give us more and more contrast of who we really are and what's important to us. And so, especially over the last year, I have been even more deeply committed to being fully and authentically me. And I think we can talk a little bit more about this, but that's to me is about expressing the full range of who I am and how I feel. Um, And how do I do that in a way that it has a really powerful impact on those around me and really being able to make friends with all aspects of myself and really honoring and deeply connecting with those parts of myself that maybe haven't always been safe to express, but when we can build that deeper connection with that part of ourselves, it does become safe. And we do feel like we can really start to share that energy. And so I think it's a lifelong practice of showing up and being fully and authentically a hundred percent you all of the time. I think there's always room to grow. Always. So how do you how do you define authenticity and how do you feel like you have felt like, how do you feel when you are standing 100% in your authenticity? Mm, I love that. To me, authenticity is integrity. So Mm. for me, it is showing up and sharing from my heart, the truth of my heart and the truth of my heart isn't always pretty. And being able to be fully and authentically me means doing my practices, doing my, uh, yeah, like my prayers, my meditation, my embodiment practices, my things that keep me sane and safe and happy and really showing up with that true integrity. I think there's where it feels like people aren't being fully authentic to me, I would say is when they're not showing up in integrity. They're, they're giving that here's what I'm about. Here's how I'm going to show up. But on the deeper levels, it's not fully in alignment. So, um, you know, it's like, is the transmission that I have as a human being about embodiment and sexual energy and leadership and just energy in general, am I actually living what I teach? Am I actually doing those practices? And another level of that integrity and authenticity is how do people perceive me? So what is my transmission into the world? How do people really feel that energy coming from me? And do I occur to others as somebody who is in integrity? That's how I measure. Well, I would say, yes, you do just to answer that question. (laughs) And I, I love that you defined this as really integrity, because if you Google the definition of authentic authenticity, you're not going to see the word integrity, but you're so right. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely what it is. Like, are you, you know, 
walking the walk or are you just talking the talk? And that's going to literally be who you become. Right. So I love that, that you use that word integrity to define it like that, that I'm going to be thinking of authenticity as integrity now. That's just beautiful. Hmm. So what about for you? Like why, why is this topic ringing so true for you right now? Yeah. Well, so anyone who listens to the find your sexy podcast regularly, a couple weeks ago, I did a solo episode on this and the idea of authenticity has been something that I just recently started struggling with in the past, probably two months. And it feels weird for me to even say that because if you would have asked me, you know, prior to the past two months, I I would have told you 100%. I have been totally authentic to who I am. I'm myself. I'm not, you know, um, adjusting my life to please others. I would feel like I was living 100% in integrity, but it was very interesting because as I've started to grow and part of that, like you mentioned, is being tested as being an entrepreneur, right? Requires us to level up if we want our businesses to level up. And even if you don't have a business, just if you're moving on to that next level of you in life, it's going to require you to grow. And I sort of just had this stuck feeling of feeling like I kept saying, I'm only showing up 75% of me. I just, Mm -hmm. I know there's more, I know there's more like 25% that I can still lean into, you know, and that would look like different ways of expressing myself, the way I'm showing up, you know, with my clients and my business on social media, just out in life. But I couldn't really get clear on why I felt that way or what that 25% looked like. Mm -hmm. And I had been talking about this a lot and trying to do a lot of work around it. And what I realized was that I did not feel safe to show up 100% in my authenticity. So I had written, I had written a list of all the reasons why I felt like it wasn't safe. And most of the items on this list were things from my past, you know, experiences, people, uh, situations that are no longer relevant in my life today at all. But I've carried the feelings from those situations, people and experiences with me still. I haven't, I haven't addressed the fact that for one reason or another, they made me feel like I wasn't safe to be 100% authentically me. And I've just carried on living my life. So that was extremely freeing. And now I feel like I am on this journey of really letting go and playing around with, you know, what I've been missing out on. And that's not to say that I haven't been showing up as me because I've been, you know what I mean? Like I, if you know me in life, like I'm showing up as myself, but I, like I said, there's just more. And so I've been leaning into it and it's a lot more expression. It's a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and pleasure, right? Because all of those things ultimately make me like, Ooh, like, like, just like feel like sunshine from within. So I've been on an interesting journey and I've loved having this conversation with people because I think, and you mentioned this too, you said the word safe, like whether or not you feel safe to show up in your authenticity. And to me, words that come up besides now integrity, which which I will be using is (laughs) freedom and limitless. 
Mm. Like those are other words I think of when I think of authenticity. Like I don't want to have any limits to who I can be, Mm. whether that's internally, externally, like nothing. I don't want anything limiting me. To me, that makes me feel like I'm being the most authentic. And that feels so freeing. And Mm. that's what I want to feel in life, right? Like I don't want to be walking through life feeling like I have to live up to anybody else's expectations or standards. And, you know, most of us, I would beg to say almost every single one of us at some point in our lives, usually as we're younger, we do go through life living, living that way, right? We want to please our parents. We want to please a significant other. We want to do well and good grades to get into this school because people think that that means something about us. You know what I mean? Where we don't know what we don't know at that point. We haven't maybe taken the time to get to know what do I really want? Who am I outside of what everybody else with the world society thinks I should be, what it means if I'm doing this. Um, So I think that it's just such a good conversation to be having and to be talking about what we can do to really start to be brave, to be ourselves. Yeah. Right. Because it takes a lot of self-awareness and noticing what is providing those limits and what's making us feel like it's not safe for us to be completely us just as we are right now. Mm-hmm. So it's been, uh, it's been an exhausting month, <laughs> but it's been absolutely incredible. And mm-hmm. I've, you know, I keep saying like, get ready because like, you, I'm going to be showing up very, you know, just much more me. It's going to be like me, but like my battery was recharged and yeah. And I want, I want other people to understand that that's normal. Mm. It's normal to feel like there's more and it's not necessarily your fault. You're not doing anything wrong, but if you're feeling that way, if you're feeling like there's more to you that you want to explore or more to you that you feel like you haven't been able to express, I really encourage you to address the reasons why you haven't felt safe to do so. Yeah. And are they reasons that are still relevant in your life or is it time to let go of them and give yourself permission and give yourself that safety and encouragement to just see what happens? See what happens if you do whatever it is that feels good. Lean into that authenticity, lean in 100% to that, into that integrity. Mm. And, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty life-changing for sure. Yeah. I love, I love that perspective about being truly limitless because, you know, when we think about our energy, our energy is limitless and who we are and how we express and the ways that we can express. And when you talk about some of those things that have caused people to not show up fully in authenticity, I think safety is huge, but a lot of those past programming, those past experiences that you were talking about of like, wow, this happened to me however long ago, and I've never actually processed it or dealt with it or even thought about it, right? That's, I always say self-awareness is a gift Mm -hmm. Um, and not everybody has self-awareness, nor do they want to have the self-awareness to actually dive in. 
And so it, it does take courage. It takes that bravery to look at things and say, oh, this is how I've been showing up uh, a lot. And, and like being able to fully see, like, I think once you commit to, mm-hmm. okay, I want to live in authenticity and I want to give everything I've got. When you start to look at all of the places where you haven't been showing up in full authenticity, it can be incredibly shocking to you of like, oh, I held back there. I held back there. I held back here or I did this and this didn't. And so when we can actually look at the impact of that, we can start to say, again, I've talked a lot about the intentionality framework, like why should I want to show up in my fullest Mm -hmm. authenticity? And why wasn't I showing up in my fullest authenticity? And to kind of like leapfrog us into stepping into that full authenticity is starting to say, well, what was the impact on myself and others when I wasn't being fully authentic? How did I occur to others? How did I make people feel? How did I feel? What were those experiences that I was having by not showing up in my fullest authenticity? And so some of those questions can be really helpful to drive us on that journey of being brave to be authentic and fully authentic is we got to actually look at those questions and do those deeper reflections. And I also think a lot of this is change the body to change the mind, right? So we can have the self-awareness. We can see all of these patterns and habits and things that we have done that maybe aren't showing up in fullest authenticity, but to take it even deeper is to then feel the sensations associated with that. So when do we notice ourselves going into contraction or closure, when we feel like it's not safe to show up authentically, then we can start to tie that. Like, Oh, I start to feel like maybe it's a knot in your throat and you feel like you want to cry, or maybe your stomach gets like kind of queasy and nauseous, or like, maybe you feel your jaws like slightly start to tense up a little bit, whatever those sensations are. Like we each have those physical responses that will cue us into what our experience is. But a lot of times we don't take the time to actually have the awareness of what those sensations are. So recognizing, oh, okay, here's that state of closure. This is one of those patterns, one of those old things, old beliefs that I've had. So how do I actually open through that? So noticing that, am I safe? Yes. Is this true? Yes or no. Then how do I actually want to feel? And in that moment, choosing to open through your body. So something as simple as like taking a deep breath and lifting your heart and rolling your shoulders back, like that automatically opens your heart chakra and like your chest and helps you open or stretching your arms out. And like, cause if your habitual response is to come in and close and tighten, like, like you're curling up into a little ball, how do you literally stand tall and open your arms wide and like crack your heart open and lean back and lift your heart? Like that sensation alone will start to open you. And that's creating new neural pathways. That's changing your body to change your mind, to say it actually is safe because the feeling of not being safe is actually very true 
in our brain for our neural mm-hmm. pathways, for those synapses that, that Absolutely. grew deeply in our brain. So our brain is like, no, it doesn't feel safe. So no, why would I show up authentically? But instead, when we can, again, open our bodies, it's like, hey, little neural pathways, we're good. We're safe. We're cool. Let's open up. Let's have some fun. Let's be fully authentic. Let's be really brave. And so in that expression, in that opening, we are then creating the new neural pathways. But we have our entire lifetime of showing up a certain way. And so for us to show up fully authentically, 100% as ourselves, it's going to take regrooving those new neural pathways in a completely different way. And by the way, it's fucking uncomfortable when you are like, oh, oh yeah, you do something different. You're like, oh, it's just, uh, right? Like, you like just, why is my heart beating so fast? Oh, it doesn't feel good. And to actually like make the effort to commit and shift and open it's going to take practice. That's why I think it also is this lifelong practice. Like we can commit, we can say, I'm going to be fully and authentically a hundred percent me. But if we're not actually doing those regular practices, we're not committing to being ruthlessly committed to freedom and expansion and all of those pieces, well, then we're going to go right back into our old habits. Yeah. Well, and like, you know, it has to be a lifelong practice because we're, we are continuously changing and growing. So who we are authentically right now might not be the same person who we are, we're the same person, but you know what I mean? Like our authenticity might feel different 10 years from now. So if we're not keeping that as an ongoing practice, then 10 years from now, we're going to be stuck, you know, only in 85% of our of our authenticity, which is what we are, you know, today in the future. So I love that simple practice that, like you said, might feel uncomfortable, but that's like anything, any new habit you create, any new practice is going to feel uncomfortable. That's why we have to literally practice it and continue to do it every single day. And before you know it, it'll just be second nature. It'll be part of your, you know, just habits. It'll be part of the way that you act. Um, and I love how you bring up, of course, the importance of Mm self-awareness and starting to realize how you feel in situations that might not feel safe and how, you know, you not being 100% authentic might impact not only yourself, but the people around you. Mm -hmm. And on the flip side of that, I also invite you to think about what it might feel like for yourself and others if you are leaning in to your authenticity. If you are being brave to be 100% you, how might that impact the other people in your life? Because you might be able to have an even greater impact on people than you realize just by you being brave enough to show up as you like the, the fullest, most vibrant, beautiful version of you, which is pretty incredible because I don't know, like the way I think is like, well, how am I going to be impacting people? Right. Like that was something that was hard for me as I felt like, wow, I know that I'm giving so much to the women I work with. I know I'm impacting them, but wow. Could you imagine the impact I would be able to make if I could just lean in 100%? 
Mm. How much more would I be able to help them lean in even more, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's kind of cool to, to think about, you know, the paradox of that and both sides, like, how does it feel when we don't feel safe and how might it feel when we have gained the self-awareness, done some of the work and are brave to show up in ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I also, you know, like to think about and, and pose the question of when do you feel the most like yourself, like not to keep using the word authenticity a thousand times. Cause it starts to like, you know, go in one ear out the other. But when you feel 100%, like you have the safety and freedom to just be absolutely yourself. Is there an environment you think of? Are you in a situation? Are you around certain people? What are the feelings that come up and maybe start to explore? What is it about that or those situations that make you feel like it's safe to be you, you know, and, and how can you, number one, be in those situations more often? And number two, what can you maybe take from those experiences as examples to kind of implant in your day-to-day life? Yeah, I love that. And I think, so something that's coming through based on that is I think there are certain places and spaces and people that you're around where your expression can look differently than other places. And I, I think it's important to give the reminder that if you are connecting into the truth of your heart, that is your authenticity. And that is being fully you. But then there's also this idea about how we occur to others. Mm-hmm. So let's say something you're feeling is like, maybe you are feeling that like deep sadness about something, right? If you, if the full truth of your expression where you're at home, right? So maybe being at home by yourself is one of those places where you feel really safe, Right, where you feel like you can crumble into a ball on the floor and sob for hours if that's what you need to do to like really feel that energy. But say you're out and about and you're with friends and you're in a public setting, you may still have that truth in your heart that there's some sadness that exists there. But how do you bring 5% of that, 10% of that? So that it's authentically you when people say, oh, hi, how are you? You're not saying, oh my God, I'm so good. Like that's where we get those disconnects of who we really are and being fully authentic. But to be able to say like, I'm so grateful to just be here with you. Mm -hmm. Right. And like being able to connect and feel that like little tinge of pain in your heart and give one or 2% of like sadness and just like longing to be loved and supported and held by somebody else. Well, now you're starting to modulate your expression in a way that other people can be with it. Because if you got together with your girlfriends for lunch and you started sobbing at the lunch table uncontrollably, like they may not be able to be with all of that energy in that moment. So it's about creating that safety within ourselves to say, I can be authentically me. I can modulate and bring 5% or 10% of this energy, and then they can be with it. 
same, like if you're thinking about like maybe free spirited wild woman, we've been doing, I just got back from an embodiment retreat in North Carolina and we played a lot with the texture of like that wild woman and like fierce jungle creature, whatever that looks like. Now, if I was to bring that to my partner at a hundred percent, he'd be like, holy shit, what is that? And maybe be a little bit scared, but I can still bring that texture as a part of my authenticity, but I can modulate it. So if we're playing around in the kitchen, cooking dinner, I can bring 5% and kind of growl and like scratch on his back a little bit. It may not be a hundred percent, but I'm still being authentic to that texture that exists within me. So that's also like, how do we start to play with the fullness of our expression, the fullness of who we are in our authenticity, like something that I'm really cultivating right now to help bring, right? Because the world wants more of our authentic expression. So the, the texture that I'm working with right now of how do I start to cultivate more of me is the fierce oracle queen. So bringing all three of those textures together and what that transmission is It can be something as subtle as like grounding into the earth, like feeling the fire and the energy of the earth, softening my heart, opening into that inner knowing and truth that exists within me. And it's about opening my gaze and expanding my my vision into the kingdom that I serve. So I may not be like, like acting a certain way or dressing a certain way, but it's just that subtle awareness that helps me be more authentic in those textures. Yeah. And I think it's important to remember too, that you're allowed, like we're all allowed to feel more than one thing at one time. Mm -hmm. And, And actually that is the most authentic, like no one really ever feels one feeling fully in and of itself. Yeah. I mean, really, as we're going through our day to day lives, we're feeling a lot of different ways about a lot of different things going on, you know, at once. And so it's it's totally, totally allowed to honor that and know that, you know, maybe you are you you are feeling sad, but it's also okay if you don't feel like expressing that one emotion fully like on the 100 level you might be feeling it with certain people in certain situations but you're still allowed to show up and be honest and authentic of when somebody asks how are you and instead of being like oh i'm fine and faking it right because everyone can sense that like you said saying you know i'm i'm doing okay and you know and you're allowed to decide who you fully expose yourself to but you're not allowed to decide to lie to yourself about it I feel like that is, that is, you know, the difference is you don't have to give all of your energy 100% to everybody else, but as long as you're standing in your integrity, there we go with that word again and being honest with how you're feeling and the words coming out of your mouth to express yourself. That's all that matters is that you are keeping an integrity with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the question, right? Is like, Am I being a hundred percent in integrity with myself? Yeah. Am I being a hundred percent authentic with myself? That piece is really key because that's that component of self-awareness. Like, you know, when we look at 
our perception of others and, and how we view others, does a person who is always not in integrity, do they view themselves as not being in integrity? Like, do they even have the self-awareness? If somebody doesn't feel authentic to somebody else, do they not feel authentic to themselves? So that's where, that's where I like, that's where that piece of self-awareness is again. Those people may not even be reflecting of, am I being authentic? Am I in integrity? It's not even on their radar. So it's just wild to think about. It's wild to, it's wild to think about. I feel like sometimes I'm like, my God, like, I wish I wasn't so introspective, like not really, but you know, (laughs) those moments where you're like, Oh my God, can I just catch a fucking break? Like, this is exhausting, but it's true. (laughs) And then you come across someone that you're like, Oh my God, like they, they just have no idea what's happening. Like they have no idea. Mm-hmm. And it's like, are they choosing not to have an idea or are they just, they, is it like you said, is it like this gift of like, some people just don't have don't any have self-awareness that. and it's, it's very eye-opening. So we need to be utilizing our gifts. Yeah. <laughs> we need to all be utilizing that gift. Yeah. And I think that that's a really great way to like really tie this home with it. An anchor point is like, yeah. am I being a hundred percent authentic to me? That question alone can help you determine what your next best step is. And, and just, you know, if you kind of like me and, you know, I kept coming up with this word authentic, I'm like, what the fuck does this even mean? You know, like define, you decide, decide what being authentic to you looks like and feels like for you. That's fine. Make your own definition up for it. Like figure out what being authentic means to you and then ask yourself, am I, are you? Are you living that way? Are you being authentic? And if not, what is something you could start working on today to start to feel more like that version of you? Mm. That sounds like a perfect place to put a pretty little bow on this. Love it. We're all going to be brave. We're all going to be, we're going to, we're finishing up this episode and we are going to walk out into the rest of our day and have a little bit more bravery just to show up more in our authenticity. Mm, I love it. All right. We'll talk to you again next month. Thanks everyone. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. For more information, visit findyoursexy.co or follow me on social media at Kelsey Valletta. And if you would like to leave a five-star review of the show, I would be so grateful. Actually, I can't think of anything that would be more sexy.